0: seven questions to get clarity to supersize and grow your business Sharon Hornelson from here and I think yesterday I mentioned we would talk about eight questions but I called it seven today because it's a little bit uh, more attractive a number seven is a, a more attractive number than eight in a lot of circles so what are we gonna talk about today how do we get clear to me it's really easy to be confused and unfocused there's lots of idioms about being unfocused we talked about one yesterday clear as mud right but there aren't really any on clarity. There's some on focus, but not clarity. So it's interesting that there's a lot about confusion. You know, it's easy to be confused, especially in different areas and aspects of our business. But one of the places we can absolutely really mess ourselves up is if we're not clear on the seven questions that I'm gonna share with you in a minute. Um, But what are some some ways to be confused? What are some idioms about being confused? I'm gonna grab my magnifying glass because I looked a couple up this morning. clear as clear as mud of course is is means confusion it doesn't mean that we're clear it doesn't mean that we're communicating in a way that other people can relate to and understand uh to be all greek to someone i love that one as well i remember growing up and my mom would say well that's Greek to me meaning i don't understand what you're talking about at all can you explain it to me in another way uh to be mixed up or to mix something up is a sign of confusion which is the opposite of clarity and focus uh to snatch one's head or head snatching scratching oh to snatch to scratch one's head or head scratching to not be clear on something to mess with someone's head has anyone ever messed with your head i uh have definitely had my head messed with in my day in different businesses and in different organizations i found in corporate america a lot of times i was the only woman and for some reason that irritated a lot of the people that I worked with, which were normally gentlemen, uh, back in the day. And so they would they would mess with me. They'd pull practical jokes. They would uh, do stuff just to see if they could throw me off or get me upset. And, of course, it never worked. And if it did, it only worked in private because I certainly wasn't going to let them see that I was upset about something. So to throw somebody off balance, to throw somebody for a loop, to be thrown for a loop, to be thrown off balance, uh... To throw somebody off just to, to trip them up or, I guess, to trip people up. That would be a good one, too. Um, those are all examples of idioms that describe confusion. So we want the opposite of, the conf- of confusion. Number one, no one is going to be more clear on our business than we are. And so we need to set the example and, and answer these questions for ourselves. And it's, it, it's tempting to answer them once and then forget about them, just set it and forget it. But it's like so many other things in our life we need to continually improve and always be evaluating and evolving and changing as things around us change so what are these these clarifying questions that we should ask ourselves number one who is your customer who is going to be interacting with you who do you want to be in business with who do you want to serve who do you want to help who do you want to solve problems for absolutely the starting point of everything number two What makes you different than other people that want to do something similar to what you're doing? So if you're an accountant, what makes you the best accountant for the people that you want to serve? What makes you different? Number three, um, how do others see you? And this one's kind of hard. It's hard to know how other people see us unless we ask or look for or seek out feedback. Number four, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? We want to be clear with ourselves and honest with ourselves in terms of, well, what am I good at? What And it's more, what do I love to do versus what do I not love to do? I was having this conversation with my son-in-law the other day, and he was talking about he doesn't let people know that he's good at things that he doesn't like to do. And I said, that's absolutely perfect, he said, because otherwise they'll expect me to do it all the time and then are things I don't like to do. So he holds back sometimes and he's really good at certain parts and aspects of his job but he dislikes doing those things so he just kind of keeps it a secret or keeps it to himself that he's proficient and awesome at those things because he's awesome at all kinds of things but he'd rather do the things he's great at and awesome at and do more of those and less of the things that he's good at and awesome at but he doesn't love doing. And I think that's we need to do the same with ourselves. We need to know... What are our strengths what are our weaknesses what are our likes what are our dislikes what really gets our bell ringing and and we love doing number five where do you want to be in five years now this one is uh a goodie an oldie but these are all good and old questions right i'm sure you've heard these before i just like that when we put them together they give us a clear picture of where we want to go so, you know, where do you want to be in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? I think I first did this with probably Tony Robbins in the 1970s, maybe the late 70s. Boy, oh boy, that was a long time ago. But he, of course, learned these things from Jim Rohn and his, his teachers and, and mentors and from reading and learning and growing and continues to share the knowledge and wisdom that he's gained with us throughout the world. And we have to ask ourselves, where do we want to be in five years from now? Because if we don't ask ourselves and have a future vision, we're just gonna keep rolling and running in place like on that hamster wheel where we're or on I say my exercise bike cuz I ride and ride and ride and ride thousands of miles but I don't ever get anywhere but in my exercise room right um, number six what's your big why I learned a an exercise from Dean Gracioso at the beginning of 2020 and I, I'd heard it before and done it Hundreds of times before with myself and other people, the five whys exercise. But Dean Graziosi learned it from, I don't know, I think it was in Genius Network or somewhere, to ask a series of seven whys, to take it deeper, to really get to the, the crux and the core. And I suppose you could ask yourself a hundred whys if that's what it takes to get to the core of, of what is motivating or moving you. Um, but know what is your big why? Why do you even want to have a business? What are you in business for? What's most important to you? What are your priorities? Number seven, what do you really want? I mean, what do you really, really want and how much money do you want to make? I mean, I think it's really important to know how much money you want to make and, and where you're going with your business. It's, it's a little different than what's your goal for five years from now. Oh, what do you really want and how much do you want to make are separate questions. So that, that's how we get to the eight. I, I combined those because I wanted to get to seven for this. Um, <coughs> but what do you really want and how much money do you want to make? They're, they're two different questions. Now, these are great questions, and I actually started a new notebook so that I would remind myself to ask myself these things regularly because things change all the time in our business and in our lives. Uh, We have big events, not always as big as COVID-19 where it's impacting, you know, literally the whole planet, but we on an individual basis are always having changes and challenges and things going on in our life. We get married, we get divorced, we start a business, we shut a business down, we have a job, we get a different job, we lose a job, whatever. We need to be able to ask ourselves these questions, not only for supersizing and growing our business, but for ourselves, for our personal lives. So I'd be curious Do you have a series of questions like this that you ask yourself on some frequency? I do this every year. Maybe you do it every year. Maybe you do it every quarter. And it doesn't have to be that you start a notebook and you write a whole bunch of answers to it. But every once in a while, at least, you know, once every couple of years, I want to actually sit down and reevaluate and ask myself these questions. I challenge you to do the same curious what do you do to get clarity to make sure that you're clear and consistent and concise and communicating to people what it is that you need them to know to help them bring your vision of the business that you're growing to life share that in the comments below Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom what does it mean where does it come from how can you use it to grow and build your business or maybe even use it in different areas and aspects of your life Remember on the Supersize Your Business page, we've got about a thousand of these idioms, what they mean, where they came from, and how you can apply them to your business and growing your business. Uh, If you have any questions or if there's an idiom that you have a burning desire to know what it means and where it came from, hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow. Have an awesome day.